episode of it's not that bad podcast i am fern here with dom hey so you know what i start watching today um when they see us have you heard about that uh the movie on uh, not movie like limited series i guess oh yeah about the, the um, central park the central park yeah um i started watching that and like me and you obviously we've known the way that this criminal justice system has been like broken for like since the dawn of the um, United States and probably prior to that, but uh, I feel like it's funny how like a lot of people get like like outraged when they see things like this, like and they hear like about like how broken uh, the criminal justice like, system. Oh, you is. mean this thing that took place so long ago that mm. you didn't seem to care about before? Yeah, interesting. Yeah, and they're just like, "What did you know this?" And it's like, yeah, people like uh, I don't know who's been who's a minority knows about this. Yeah. The people who normally get locked up are the ones who know about this. The only the only difference between that one is that they just got super fucking lucky and the guy who actually did it came clean. Yeah. That's the only difference. Yeah. The the shitty part about it is stuff like this happens all the time. And that's what I was thinking too. I was like, it's funny too because people are gonna like be like, Oh, we need to change this and we need to change that. It's like, yeah, but where were you last year when this was happening to some other people? Like this happens constantly where they literally do this where they like round up a bunch of like people who are who fit the profile and it's like, Oh, you mean that's just coded word for being black or uh-huh. being Mexican or being brown or being this or that and it's like oh yeah well he did it obviously look at him he's a hoodlum did you read his rap sheet mm. yeah um I think we, I think I told you about this before I'm pretty sure I told you before maybe junior had but there was there was a time when they I think they had I think it was the killing over at the gas station and um every and the whole like police were like super vigilant and they went to Junior's house to question him. Really? Yeah. And he, No, and, you didn't tell me that. Yeah, yeah. And they were, like, saying, like, so, like, what have you heard? Like, what do you know? And blah, blah, blah. And, like, what's, you know? And he's, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't do any of that shit anymore. And they're, like, really trying to impress him. Like, so where were you? Like, what were you doing? Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. And they can't bring him in. No. And, you know, he's, he's just standing there, like, whatever. And so, finally, they just let him go. Like, well, they left and... And then I, I think I, I'm pretty sure I told you, like, they pulled me over one night and they asked me all these questions. And I'm just like, OK, yeah, OK. And the guy straight up told me was like, huh, it's weird that I've never heard your name out here. And I'm like, OK. <laughs> and then he was like, so that he, so that means oh, yeah, that, yeah, that, me that, that means that either uh, you're, you're super clean and, you know, you don't do any stuff or you're really good at hiding. And I just looked at him and I was like, OK. And then you could tell, like, he was, like, irritated because, you know, they were running my shit and I'm just, like, sitting there, like, whatever. And they, and he wasn't even the cop who let me go. The other cop came. He's like, yeah, everything's good and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, just make sure you keep it. Because I literally just ran up the street to the store and I didn't have my phone on me. I didn't have my ID, nothing. I just had my bank card. And so, (laughs) so, you know, I, I, I fucked up. But either way, like. Once everything was clear, it was like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, are you fucking serious? Like, f- f- literally didn't tell me why they stopped me in the first place. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. But, yeah, uh, 
it's like you watch this and yeah it's like super upsetting especially when you when you just see like the police are just gonna get like they want to they have a certain story that they're trying to fit things into and the things that they do that they did in this case too like to get them to like confess and it's just like it's messed up it's just super messed up yeah well well um and you know obviously we surround ourselves with a lot of kind of grim stories and yeah serial killers and whatnot and one thing that is fucking ridiculous is how many times you hear well they had this and they knew this and they actually were close to this but like i don't know i just they didn't think it would be that way or they weren't sure and they didn't want to fall oh they thought it for sure had to be this or it was this and so these serial killers and these murderers and all these people end up going away doing far more horrible shit for far longer because yeah. mm, well because the cops like thought it was this instead of i don't know finding the evidence for it yeah like the um with the Par- paradise lost or whatever where they oh like, the, the memphis three the memphis three that too like that's it's like it's just like what the cops wanted their narrative to be and then they just try and fit everything to to make it seem like that's what happened yeah and it's like and then what's even worse too is like they they bring up obviously in this um and when they see us is that there's a particular tycoon who is very adamant that they did it right he took out a whole page requesting the death penalty brought back for these people who who didn't have anything to do with it and not only did he say that then, but still claims it now, even though they're completely exonerated from what they what crimes they supposedly mm. did. Weird. It's almost like the crime wasn't the reason for it. Yeah, it just sounds like oh. he was just like, I don't know, they're they're blacks, so they did it. They were in that area, they did it. And uh was it one of them wasn't even there? No. That, right? That's the messed up thing. I'm on the last episode. Like I had like maybe like half an hour left, and it's so messed up. Like this guy went to Rikers. He didn't. He wasn't. He only went. He went with his friend to because he was getting questioned. The friend was getting questioned, and oh, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just like, um, yeah, I'll go with them just so then when he's out, I'll, I can walk back home with them. Yeah, because that's what that's my mom would want him. me to do. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, no, <clears throat> you shouldn't have gone with them. Ah, <sighs> like. Well, and the thing is, too, like, Felicity Huffman in the movie, or the TV show, I don't know, it's basically a long movie. Is, Miniseries. Yeah. Is trying to, like, her plea is like, well, this poor woman was raped, and we can't stand for, like, rape and this and that. And, like, it's a very, like, me too kind of thing. But at the same time, her justification is, like, Vera Farmiga is, like, but they're just boys. Like you're also got to look at it like that. Like you're trying to convict these people, and she's like, it doesn't matter. Didn't she? Was it like lose her job or something recently for it? Yeah, because it all got brought up again. Because yeah, and it's like good. She shouldn't be able to make money. But whatever. Let's let's not dom too much on politics because dom's just gonna keep you know being dom about it. This is the fucking news. All right. So here's something. Um, I guess. Did you hear that thousands of like people were petitioning Netflix to cancel Amazon's Good Omens? Yeah. Did they do it? Um, Netflix did, yeah. Um, because I think um, they were like, well, Amazon better cancel Netflix's 
uh, Stranger Things. And then so they were like, well, if you do, then we'll do. And they just decided to do it. I just think it's funny how, like, these Christians, like, they get so upset. And then they're like, they don't even know where to, like, send their hate to. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I get it, get it. Because you guys have better TV shows, like Seventh Heaven. Oh, Uh -oh. But, no, no, at least your, 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 your TV shows, they're led by, like, moral... Compasses, kind of like, kind of like the Cosby Show. Are there? A good, oh mm. wait, huh? Maybe we should rethink this. Um, I don't know. I just thought it was kind of like dumb and interesting because it's like these people, yeah, these groups, like they pop up and then they get all upset and they think they they think they have as much clout as they used to have, where they could get like things canceled, or like I don't know. You know what I mean? Like it's like who cares? Like a lot of the stuff is yeah. just kind of like. Who cares? Kind of thing. I just thought it was just dumb how and funny how they're like, yeah. Well, we're gonna get to Netflix and t-. like I just like how like to think like they just think everything's on Netflix. And then it's funny because then you know you could date him. It's like oh, this quote unquote greatest generation can't even figure <laughs> out like where to send their fucking hate. Yeah. So Apple wants to rival Netflix at the Oscars with six films for award season each year. So I guess Apple is trying to outdo Netflix basically yeah. by well also like getting on Steven Spielberg who obviously this isn't about like stream you know I mean like yes it's going to be streaming and yes it's going to be at the Oscars but like he still hates it you can tell he hates it but it's oh no wait he doesn't hate it anymore I guess oh, okay so it's fine because he's part of it and he's making money mm, so it's okay yeah. So, can we agree, can everyone actually agree now, what I've been saying for a long time, that Apple is legit the, like, super bad guy corporation? Like, you know how, like, the the bad guy in movies, like, they have that corporation, mm. everyone loves the corporation, but obviously they're fronted by bad guys? Yeah. I think it just constantly keeps working towards the South where it's like, Apple is that bad guy corporation. Maybe. Because this is the, the thought process they have is like... Yeah, we'll just make movies, and then we'll get them to win awards at award shows, obviously. And it's mm. like, you have to make a good movie. It doesn't matter if it's streaming mm. or if it's in theaters. Mm. You actually no. have to make See, a good movie. here's our plan. So we'll get Steven Spielberg <clears throat> make movies, right? And then... But no, 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 wait. He doesn't like streaming. He doesn't like well, movies he does that now. stream. We paid him enough money. He no, 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 no. He made a whole... Like, he went... To the thing, and he made a yeah. whole thing so about here, it. But here's the thing: is like he said all that, but then he was also like, "But if you paid me enough, I'll change my mind." So basically, their their plan is: let's get Steven Spielberg to make some movies, right? And then, and then they'll win Oscars. Yeah, but that's not how that works. No, no. See, here I'm going to walk you through the plan again. Okay, so Steven Spielberg can make movies, right? Bam, Oscars. It's you know what's funny? It's like <laughs> okay, then. Where is his Oscar for Ready Player One? Um, it was so good that it didn't need an Oscar. Um, it's like how all of his... That? Bridges, it's like Bridge of Spies did that win Best Picture? It's like how all of his other films, except for Schindler's List, never won an Oscar because uh, they didn't need Oscars. They were so good. Saving Private Ryan was so good it didn't need an Oscar. It's funny, too, because it's like... I'm glad Netflix is getting into like producing like higher, like these movies to... to to rival like studios, right? And I, I, I guess I could say the same thing maybe about 
Apple just a little bit, but like at the same time, it's like when you're just pushing all these movies to be like Oscar bait, Oscar bait, Oscar bait. You know that they're not gonna be nominated because they're Oscar bait. Oscar bait. Like movies that are clearly Oscar bait, normally either they will get nominated, but like kind of like a oh yeah that got nominated, like a a Hacksaw Ridge, or it doesn't get nominated at all. If Beale Street can talk. It was an Oscar bait. I was but. thinking about that too, about like uh was it Mount Welcome to Marwin? Yes, that and, was that was a Oscar Yeah, and like movie. I was thinking like, you know what, at one point this movie would totally sold me. Mm-hmm. Like Yeah. But then you just kinda look at it and it's like, Oh, that looks kinda dumb. Yeah. I don't know. Like I get what they're doing, but like at the same time it's like Well here here's <sighs> the here's the big problem. Is that first of all Steven Spielberg is a problem. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he literally went out of his way to say streaming services shouldn't be able to get awards <coughs> because of all these reasons why I said so. And by all these reasons, I mean because I'm old and I like movie theaters. Mm. So we've talked about that before. You can listen to old episodes, whatever. Yeah. But the problem is, like, he is the problem of why this was such a big deal in the first place. Yeah. Then you hire him. To be which the, is, fa- the face of this. Yeah, right? Which is, okay, fine, right? He's a big director. I get it. Sure. But it's not just, we want to branch out to make films now. Like, we want to, we see what Netflix is doing. We see what Amazon's doing. We know we could do the same. We want to put our name in that, that hat. No. It's, we're going to make movies to win awards. And it's like... That's the worst fucking thing you could do. No. Is just t- like you straight up came out and said, we're going to make movies. Like, it's the dick thing to do. Like, yeah, we make movies and they're going to get nominated. So then when they don't get nominated and people are going to be like, well, what the fuck? You had everything behind you and yet none of your movies got nominated. And yeah. if they did, it's like, oh, cool. You got best sound design. You know, it's just, it's so fucking stupid. And this is why I think. When people look at Netflix for this, or, or even like Amazon Prime, it's because all they're doing is like, how can we make these things better? Yeah. Do you think they sit there and like, okay, we're going to get Alfonso Cron to make this movie, and all oh, it's going to win no. all the awards. And what's funny with that, too, is it's like, Alfonso Cron was going to make that movie no matter what. And it just so happened that, didn't they just like get the, the rights to it, or they helped produce it or something, right? That's where it came in, and that's why it's Netflix. I, I don't know. I just remember, uh, I think he did an interview saying, like, he felt comfortable with it because he knows that the movie could get, like, a better, yeah, um, whatever. Yeah, so ba- essentially he was like, this is the medium. I know that it'll reach a lot of people. Like, if it wins awards, it wins. Like, I, that's where I like, like, Alfonso Caron. It's like, he's not going out of his way to make movies. It just so happens that a lot of the movies he makes happen to win awards. Yeah. Like, like Guillermo del Toro. He wanted to tell a story of a, a woman getting <laughs> fucked by a fish. Loved by a fish. Sorry, loved by a fish. And that's what he did, and it won Best Picture. Yeah. Like, did he, did he, like, was like, was he like, oh, I think it's gonna, it's gonna win all the Academy Awards, and I, I better put it onto the Netflix, because Netflix <laughs> is gonna be where it's at to, for me to make the better movie. Yeah. And it's like, no, he's just like, but what happens if she has sex with the fish? But we, we actually talked about this before, mm-hmm. how we were saying, like, you know, when you look on Amazon Prime 
for so long it was just like oh yeah amazon have prime has stuff but when you look at it, it's like wow they actually take a lot of time to produce this shit mm-hmm. or something like some of the stuff now it's like this is just a amazon prime thing now like yeah. uh there was that that show homecoming i didn't watch it but i was watching it was one of those things where it's like oh, i'm kind of interested so i watched the trailer and it's just like this looks amazing. Yeah. Like, it's crazy that yeah. this is just an Amazon, like, just an Amazon well, Prime show. And then just look at, like, when they see us. Like, th- this this is shot amazing. They got Ava DuVernay. Not, and then they, it's also Oprah Winfrey produced. And so it's like, see, like, they're not... They're, it sounds like they're kind of going out of their way, but when you think about it, it's like they didn't... Really, because they signed been making this move for so long. Yeah, now. they they signed um, Ava Duvernay, uh, Ava Duvernay like a while ago. We we knew that, like she'd been signed with Netflix for a little bit, and then just putting her together <laughs> with Oprah Winfrey, and it's like, bam. But like, like we're but like we were saying prior to, is they like I said they've been working on it. Where yeah, you're right. All these big names, but then it's like they got the Coen Brothers to do something. Mm-hmm. They got. Um, Will Smith on board to do stuff. They're mm-hmm. trying to get like Barack Obama to do shit. Like uh, they're, they're um, Ryan Murphy is going to be doing stuff for them too. Oh, and um, didn't they get like a Scorsese film or something? Yes, yeah, like the Irishman. Yeah, yeah that's going to be see and see. They're hoping to get like another Oscar nod with that, but like they're not like going out of their way to be like the Irishman can't wait. Haha, <laughs> see what we're doing there. We're gonna. I think they announced it as like. A, after like Roma, they were like, "Oh, Martin Scorsese's working on um, the Irishman. He's been working on this for a while, but like now we're going to be producing it." And they they yeah. didn't like. It's not like they're putting it in your face like we're spending thirty million dollars on trying to win awards. Yeah. yeah, no, and I think that's where this whole thing comes down to is that it just feels like the dumbest dick move you can do. Yeah. Because yeah, you could say like, "Well, look at how much money." Uh, Amazon Prime wants to spend on the Lord of the Rings show. And look at, like, all these directors and whatever they're getting for Netflix. And, yo, you know that costs money, sure. But they it's because they've been working at it. They've been working towards this goal of, like, producing this stuff. And obviously we'll talk about it later. But they want to do these things where it's like, it feels like you're just watching a real movie. It doesn't feel like, we've talked about it before, where sometimes these movies feel like oh of course this is an amazon prime movie mm-hmm. of course this was on netflix original mm-hmm. like but they're moving past that where it's like oh you tell me this didn't get released in theaters mm-hmm. oh weird yeah. oh you're saying that you're saying that they produce this for the for the the app huh crazy yeah but it's because they've been slowly working towards it apple's literally just they sat in the back for so long and they're like okay we're Apple. Everyone loves us, obviously. Uh, I guess we're just going to win a bunch of awards now. And it's like, what a fucking dick. Yeah. And of course it's Apple that said this because it's like, oh, obviously. They're the same company that's making a $6,000 computer, base model computer, that if you, were able to buy, if you were able to buy like similar parts, it would cost you half of that. But you, oh, but, yeah, but you have to pay the Apple tax. Fucking ridiculous. I'm look at if these things come out and they're good and they're great, sure I'll watch them and I'll like them because I don't know I like to be entertained. Yeah, but just from the from like the beginning of this whole thing, them coming out and state stating this stuff, it's like what a fucking asshole! Like yeah. it, 
You know what I mean? It's so no, yeah, dumb. Yeah, I know. So dumb. And the thing is, too, is they come out of the woodworks and saying, like, yeah, we're going to win these awards. We got this best director, blah, 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 blah. And then you can make the argument that Netflix or whatever is doing the same thing. But at the same point, Netflix is saying, like, no, we're just giving creators, like, what they want. Look at um, uh, the, the, the Duplass Brothers. They were working exactly. with, them. like, they're not waiting for these movies to win Oscars no. and stuff. They're just like, oh, they make these amazing films. We'll, we're going to keep working with yeah, these guys. That, they recognize that, like, they make good films. So they're like, hey, let's give them more money because they obviously <clears throat> they need to make more films. But, like, see, that's what I like about Netflix is because they give you, they give these creators. See, and that's what Steven Spielberg was, like, fighting against was, like, yeah, but, like, how, like, how are you going to be able to watch these if you're just watching them at home? By watching them at home. Yeah, but you're not going to get the same excitement like when you're watching them in a theater. Uh, yeah, I will. If it's good enough, mm-hmm. yeah, you will. Yeah, I don't know. It's the the idea of these companies doing this, it's not the problem. Mm-hmm. It's Apple coming out saying like, yeah, fuck that. Yeah. We're going to take this shit by storm. And it's not even like, like, you, like it doesn't even come off like it's like we're cocky. It just comes up like we're gonna be the biggest douchebags about that. What I think puts the like bow on top is that yeah, like Apple saying all that and whatever, right? Kind of swagger, like type of whatever. But then at the same time, think about like yeah, like I'm just gonna hit the nail on the head on hit the nail on the head again. The person they got to be the face of it yeah. is the person that like was against us, and now look at he's literally doing, fighting against it. He's doing this. He's doing like that quiet, 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 or something, or and then he's doing like some other mobile stuff too. I think, and it's like you were the worst. Like I, I like I love your your movie, like your older movies, but like. Why? Why were you fighting against this so bad? And now you're just like, yeah, oh yeah, I totally sold out. Yeah. Other than the fact that you sold out. Yeah. The fact that there's money involved. And it was never about the the, the filmmaking process or it being so artful or anything. It was all about money. It's just because no one was paying him yet to do this stuff. And that that's what it was. Yeah. I don't, like, hate his movies. I just, I hate him now. Like, I like old Steven Spielberg. I don't like this new, <laughs> old Steven Spielberg. Yeah. <laughs> I like old, young Steven Spielberg, yeah, not you like new... <laughs> Old. You like the the demo, okay? You know, this new stuff, it sucks. Yeah, like, it really <clears throat> does, because it's like, I don't understand how he can come from being, like, the, like, the outsider, one of the outsiders, like, in New Hollywood, to being, he's literally being what the old people used to be back then. That's how the movie industry works, maybe. That That's exactly how the movie industry <clears throat> works. Yeah, I guess, uh, we've said it before, we say it again. Fuck Steven Spielberg. <laughs> I don't want to give it away. It was the butler. The butler did it. Yes. Leave my books alone, okay? Just let me read. Timber. What brings you across the pond? It's my honeymoon. Where's your husband? Dead. <laughs> asleep. He's dead, dead asleep. <laughs> Sir, if you don't return to your seat, I'm gonna have to call the cops. Hi, honey. We've actually been married for 15 years, but we just have been very, 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 very busy. Flossing. Uh, yeah. I'm doing it extra hard tonight. Charles is inviting us to spend the weekend with him on a yacht. 
crushing the party with civilians. You're an actress, right? Grace Ballard. I am Nick Spitz. This is my wife, Allison. I can't Audrey, believe it. Uh, Audrey. I'm Audrey. I said Audrey. Did you ever fool around on a boat? I just lay here and the boat does all the work. There's been a murder! Should we pull it up? No, it's a foot long now. Will you listen to my husband? He's a detective. I'll put it back. Don't put it back. My name is Inspector Laurent Delacroix. I will now summon you for questioning. Why is that smoke ring so good? How did he do that? Did you notice anything out of the ordinary? But we didn't do this. Someone's trying to frame us. We do things together, so can we please just figure this out? It's just like death in the library. What happens in death in the library? They died. That's why it's called death in the library. You guys are all over the news. They say you killed someone. Do you think that's possible? We're trying. Shoot at him! Those were warning shots, honey! We're gonna do this. We gotta look confident. Boom. Go, go, go! Ferrari! Testarossa! Magna Beyonce! That's a fantasy! What the? Oh, are you kidding me? I'm so sorry. I don't know what to say. Go, go. Look what you made me do. You have any idea how gorgeous you look? Hit the face. I love you. That was sweet. Look what you just made me do. 2019's Netflix original murder mystery brings us on a wild ride when two regular working class Americans, Nick and Audrey, played by Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston, end up main suspects in an international murder case. When Nick gives a lackluster anniversary, he's quick to book a trip to Europe. But when Audrey meets a handsome billionaire, Cavendish, the couple are invited to his uncle's yacht. They accept and that's where things get messy. When all the guests are led to the will signing, the lights cut out and Cavendish's uncle dies. Interpol is called in, but Nick and Audrey quickly become the main suspects. Knowing that their livelihood is on the line, they decide to try and figure out who done it. They quickly go through each and every person on the ship, probing and poking to see who spilled the beans, and although they do kick up a lot of dirt, the killings keep happening, and soon they're moved to high priority suspects. But when the couple thinks they've solved everything, they show up to the new will reading to a surprise. Cavendish is dead. Their only lead is now gone. Now with the Paris police on their way, they quickly devise a new plan to trick the killer. And it works! The actress comes forth as a forgotten child, just wanting her inheritance. But as they all relax, one of the people on the boat asks how she killed one of the guys if she was with them all of the night before. It's then everyone realizes she had an accomplice, but when they try to get him, he kidnaps the detective and they all make chase. But when Nick and Audrey best him, he's seconds away from killing Nick before he's hit by a bus. As they end the investigation and go their ways, the detective tells Nick that he's going to talk to his precinct about getting a promotion. Murder Mystery on the Yacht Express. Mm-mm-mm. I do like how they ended on the mur- on the Orient <clears throat> Express. That was a, that was pretty funny. 
Um, I would like to hear what you think because you, you know, suggested the movie. And I know you saw it, you know. You've seen it I think, probably around the same time it came out. Yeah. Uh, so how do you feel about it now? Like a, what, a week after watching it or so? Honestly, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> I, yes, I guess you could say, like, it's not. It's like any other like Adam Sandler film, but I think unlike some other ones, I think it was better. It was done better. Like it shot pretty okay. Um, I I know a lot of people complained about his him in this film. Like, oh, he just seemed like he wasn't like into it, and like he just kind of was out of it. And I was like, well, that's how the character was supposed to be. Like, did you not pay attention to the to the movie? Like, that's how his character was. He was this kind of guy who's just like kind of cheap and like mm, I'm just like here to just be here. I thought it was all right. Everyone does a pretty okay job. Like, I mean, how old is Je- Jennifer Aniston's like fifty now? It's like she Still looks. Hot. Yes, amazing. Um, yeah, so I'll give it a little bit better praise. I thought it was good. It felt like the, I, I guess maybe you would consider it like, uh, what did it hit the Silver Age of Sandler, like the what later like, or the earlier two like thousands, like yeah. fifty first dates type of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it, I mean, it still wasn't as funny as some of those movies, but it didn't feel as ridiculous as some of his other movies no um and i think that for a while that was kind of his downfall was that he was too much of a character Mm -hmm. and it didn't make the movie any better like like Waterboy, him playing uh bobby boucher like that it made the movie funnier yeah uh and i know you know some people might still feel weird about that one but either way like that movie's fucking hilarious through and through. Mm-hmm. And years later, he was like kind of stuck in that role where he, I think he always felt like he had to do crazy voices and, and weird characters. And it was just, it was too much and I couldn't get behind it. Um, and even when he wasn't, everything around him seemed like too ridiculous. This, I felt, was like, a, like it was like a moderate yeah. uh, comedy where I, I was entertained. I'll yeah, say that. Me too. Like we were talking about with Netflix kind of, you know, pushing their production. This felt like a movie that would have got released in theaters. Straight mm-hmm. up. Uh the the one I can think of is that one like The Spy Who Loved Me. And um I forgot what other movie I saw. But they were kind of in the same vein of like, you know, kind of comedy, a little bit action, whatever. And this felt exactly like that. Like it looked like that. It maybe wasn't as crazy with the action but it felt like it was on par with those movies but the fact that it was like a netflix movie just shows you like we said that netflix is just getting better and better oh and on board remember i told you i watched that movie overboard overboard um it it literally looked just as good as that if not maybe a little bit better yeah I'm not saying i I didn't i like hated it i'm not i wasn't sounds like you're saying that you hated it no i didn't or I'm not saying that. Oh. It kind of felt a little bit like, yeah, like maybe like a Fifty First States, or maybe like um, what's the bl- blended? Because I actually did like that. I don't. People didn't like that, and I was like, yeah, 
I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, but but like not know. not as ridiculous. Yeah, that movie was, was way say. more ridiculous than this. I like that he went more like they went more like because like they could have totally gone over the top well, with some of the characters. See, that's what I'm saying is like the people felt like characters, but yeah, they didn't but they feel were, like characters. Because I think we I think if you say like Adam Sandler film, you know what we're talking about. Those kinds of yeah. over the top like ridiculous characters. And not to say that, like, the, uh, what was it, the Maharaja guy? Yeah, he was a little over, but I, I think that worked for his character, though, because, yeah. like, that's how he was supposed to be. That, but see, that's what I'm saying is, like, they didn't make everyone reach the hundred, mm-hmm. you know? It was like, oh, what's his name? Um, Cap, Kavanaugh or C- Cavendish? Cavendish. Like, I kind of thought he was going to turn, like, to, like, this super evil. Uh, millionaire mm-hmm. guy or billionaire. That's what guy. I kept thinking too. But no, he just kind of yeah. stayed the same. Same thing yeah. with the actress. Like she did a little of like. Of oh, course, uh, like, oh, Gemma Art Ardenton. Yeah. Oh yeah, I uh, love Gemma Ardenton. Like everyone felt like yeah, these people are characters, but they're not overblown. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, I could I guess I could see how he kind of played or pushed back like or pulled back when uh, doing this character, but. Like you said, with Big Daddy, that was the same thing with Big Daddy. He was super chill because yeah. he's like, mm, yeah, I but, mean, I have this and that, but see, it's whatever. And you could tell this is part of the character because, like, when he um, when he starts interviewing Gemma Arnton's character, like, he gets more, like, animated because it's like, oh, well, yeah. obviously she's, she's like, voluptuous. Yeah. yeah. And, like, yeah, and, like, see, but obviously that's part of the character. His character, his normal, like, the way his, like, demeanor is, is he's kind of like, ah. Uh, I'm just here to kind of just uh, yeah. check in the beginning out. they that's how he is <clears throat> yeah in the beginning they do the whole thing where it's like oh it's 15 years and what does he do he gets her like a funny card yeah it's funny and then he's like nope not the 100 I'm gonna do the 50 yeah. you know what I mean like <clears throat> that's another thing too is I'll, I'll give this movie praise is that they kind of set up everything really well mm-hmm. <laughs> like especially going into a murder mystery you know what you're gonna expect like oh obvious oh obviously the billionaire guy who got these people, he's trying to trick them one way or another, right? That's what, yeah, because that's what I was kind of thinking. I thought, like, oh, it was going to be, like, a trick to, like, frame them or yeah. something. And then, no, that's not what it was. <laughs> yeah, and and you keep going through, like, oh, obviously this is going to happen. Oh, of course this is going to happen. Um, and then, like, the two things that you're thinking, like, oh, yeah, whatever. Because they bring up his dad, like, the guy, mm. the race car driver's dad. But yeah. then everyone just kind of brushes it over. Yeah, but, but it's like, I no, that's it's, actually a really big part of it. I think it's funny. To, I think that the reason why they kind of brush over is because he fakes like not understanding English. Yeah. So they're just kind of like, well, see, if he really wanted revenge, <coughs> he would learn English. I just also love how like <clears throat> when you <laughs> when they they do call Interpol and like they think like, well, yeah, obviously it's the one guy. Like he he has it all solved in his head, and she's like, no, obviously there's more because she reads like oh, yeah, them. That's too obvious. Yeah, and this and that, and they have like their own conclusion, and then he's like, yeah, the only conclusion is that the, is that uh, you both did it, and it's like, wait, what? <laughs> uh, yeah, th- this is what I'm talking about with like Netflix and these originals and whatever. I was entertained. Yeah. I'm not gonna say this was this was the best movie. Because I do feel like Netflix does do that with um, I'm I Am Mother. I fucking love that movie. I, I honestly feel like that movie is one of those movies where I'm like, this deserves a, a bunch of praise. This, on the other hand, it's like, I get it. I understand. I still liked it. 
I enjoyed it. It was fun. Do I feel after watching that I spent I wasted time? No. Do I feel like it's the best comedy of the year? No. But if someone said, "Oh yeah, I kind of want to watch something funny," I'd be like, "Oh yeah, that yeah, Murder Mystery just I, came out." That's what I've been telling people. I've been like, "Yeah, just watch it. Like, y- you'll like it because it, it feels like an older Adam Sandler film. Yeah. Like if you to- if you told me this came out like around the time like." Yeah, like Fifty First Dates like or two thousand five, two thousand six. Yeah, like Bedtime Stories came out. I'd be like, "All right, yeah, I can see that." Yeah. And Jennifer Aniston still looks the same, <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it's I could believe that. <clears throat> yeah, no, um, I enjoyed this movie. I thought it was great. Um, it's definitely. I think this, like I said, this is definitely a movie to. Well, first of all, it's funny watching these movies now because knowing the whole thing about Adam Sandler. Just wanted to shoot these movies and locations so he could go on vacation. <laughs> it was so funny because I was thinking like, oh, they're gonna be on this this boat the whole time. So then I like that went out of my head. But as soon as they, as soon as they landed, in, was it Morocco? No, um, Monaco. Oh, Monaco. As soon as they landed there, then they went to Paris. I was like, obviously. Yeah, he just wanted. <laughs> and like I, what I like too is like. The mystery, too, is kind of set up pretty good. Like, it is, like, a good, like, mystery. Like, you, you kind of get a sense that, like, Gemma Arjun's character had something to do with it because, like, she leaves the room and the lights turn off. So it's like, okay. But I do, yeah, like, I like that they keep you guessing because you kind of think, who oh, is it Cavendish? Yeah. Was it the, the wife? Was it the son? But the best part about it is they didn't make it to where it's, like, super intense. It mm. was all It was all laid out. Yeah. Right, and it was, a, it was a very easy thing. Who killed the rich billionaire guy? But like, it was just it was how they played with it throughout the rest of the movie that made it a good murder yeah. mystery. It wasn't like a, I guess like a murder on the Oriental Express, right? Where it's like, oh, who is it? Who is? It was more of like, no, someone did it. Yeah, <laughs> Obviously someone did it. We're gonna figure it out. Yeah, but we don't know who it is. Why do all these people keep dying? Yeah, um, and and that's what I think. What I said, like the entertaining part, the fun part is, is it doesn't it it doesn't focus on that being like the biggest thing. It's it's more of like obviously they have to do this to to you know be cleared or whatever. And I don't know. I think like I said, I think that just shows that Netflix is doing something right where they can release this movie. And sure, it's not the best movie of 2019, but it is a damn good movie. It looks really well. Everyone in it's uh, acting really well. And you got, you know, some big stars in it. So it doesn't feel like you're just throwing this script at, you know, some random people to be like, hey, we got another Netflix movie you can watch. It's that one actor who was in that one thing from a couple years ago. Remember? Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You guys want to watch it now, huh? Terrence Stamp is in this movie, and you're like, who the hell is Terrence Stamp? You'll know him if you see him. Google him. Yeah, it's that one guy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I like I said, I, I think this movie is a good movie. Definitely worth a watch. Yeah. And uh, back talking. <laughs> <laughs> So for the segment this time, I think we will talk about uh, favorite Adam Sandler films. Since we, I mean, we obviously we just talked about one. Um, want me to kick it on over to you first? Uh, first and foremost, I think I have to put out, obviously, The Waterboy. Said it once, said it a million times. Probably one, if not the favorite movie, movie of mine. Or 
my favorite movie of all time. Uh, sometimes when when you pick stuff like that, it's hard to you know. It's like oh well, there's this and this, but uh, I you know for being a movie that came out what twenty years ago, it's a movie that I still constantly watch and I never get bored of. It is the peak of his hilarity for me. Obviously, we'll get into other movies and why I like those. But for me, number one, I think for sure, Waterboy. I don't know if there's one particular film. I think I would choose either between like Fifty First Dates because I really like that one. I think that one's pretty good. Or maybe I know this is gonna sound ridiculous because it it is because it is kind of ridiculous, but Little Nicky, just because of how, like, ridiculous that movie can be. And I remember being, like, a kid when that came out, and, like, and it was, like, just, like, a- after um, all of, like, his, like, other ones. Like, I think that was after Big Daddy, right? Yeah, I think so. And, like, I just remember watching that with my cousin, and, like, I think it just has more, like, like fonder, me- you know what I mean? Like, for being, like, like fonder memory, like, hanging out with my cousins and stuff. And, like, just watching, like, being like, oh, this is, like, That's so weird. ridiculous and, like, stupid. But then again, like like I said, like, Fifty First Dates is really good. Like, I love the way that that story is just, like, put together. And, like, it's an interesting idea, too, of, like, like a love story where it's, like, she can never remember you. But, like, slowly over time, her love for, or your, your guys' love, like, slowly, like, she remembers you and stuff. Um... Yeah, I'm on board with Fifty First Dates. It's a movie that I I always thought was one of his best, but it, it's a movie that I think splits people because it is like we've talked about, like the silver age of his mm-hmm. comedy, where it was like, yeah, it's still okay, but it didn't get as crazy as like, um, that's my boy. I think that's what movie's called. Yeah. And but it wasn't as good as like the Wedding Singer or something. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> but to me, I always thought that I. You're right. I always thought that movie was funny. I thought it was super entertaining, and I for, for like what it is, yeah, you're right. It's like, huh? Who would have thought of a movie like this? Mm-hmm. Weird. Um, Little Nicky, though, I like Little Nicky, and it's funny that that's like one of your favorites because it's like I would think that maybe I would like move towards it because it's like, oh, it's all about metal. These metal friends are fucking metal, but it's always been okay. Like I, you know, obviously still quote it and stuff like that, but. It's always been like, uh... Or maybe, you know which one I do like, too? Bedtime Stories I didn't think was that bad. Is that the, that's the name of that one? Yeah. Where he has to take care of his nephew and his niece and nephew? Um, I thought that one wasn't too bad, where, like, for some reason, like, the stories he tells, like, yeah, like happen. Yeah, I thought that was pretty good. <clears throat> um, yeah, for me, I feel like Click was kind of the the end of that kind of era. Uh, because Click yeah. was good. I, I love Click. I know some people didn't like it, but it's enough to where it's like it it still has that little part of like it makes you feel. Mm -hmm. And uh, what's his name? Sean Austin's in it. And the funny part, like the ongoing gag is like his Speedo. Yeah. Hilarious. Um, And then, yeah, you get the whole like weird time thingy. And oh, Christopher Walken. Yeah, Christopher Walken's like the weird time (laughs) guy. I always always thought that movie was hilarious. I think everyone counts like his. When he like got to like a, like started going down was like grown ups, meh. It's fine. It's not like yeah. I, f- I honestly felt like the, the grown ups movie I think was meant to just be like that. Yeah. So it's hard for me to say like yeah, it's a good movie or it's a then bad. They movie. made Grown Ups two <clears throat> and Ridiculous six. Oh yeah, that's his first Netflix one, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And then oh, what's the the do over? 
That's with him and um, David Spade. Oh yeah, I like that one. Was that good? Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty funny. Um, yeah, there was uh, like I said, that's my boy with that um, with Adam Andy. Sandler. Oh, Adam Sandler's in that one. <laughs> with uh, what's his name again? Andy Sandberg. Andy Sandberg. Uh, that one was that one was okay because like like what you said with uh, with uh, little Nikki, it was like kind of way out there. Uh-huh. Where it's like, oh, and then like, I don't know that that movie's just so funny because it's like he bangs a hot teacher and that like that's the whole thing. And then at the end, like, have you seen that movie? No. You want me to spoil it for you? I don't care. Spoil alert! Uh, Andy Samberg's wife is actually in, uh, like in a uh, relationship with her brother. Really. Yeah, or like like a sexual incestual relationship. Weird. Yeah, it's it's really fucking out there. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I guess like if we just move past some of those real quick and get back to his more like <laughs> golden age yeah. era. Um, I honestly like obviously I love stuff like Billy Madison Happy. and Happy Gilmore because those two are classics. Oh yeah, but. I think honestly, like in that era and all those movies he did, it's like the wedding singer is probably wedding the singer. best thing that he yeah. ever did. Yeah, you're right. Well, for me, it's the wedding singer and Big Daddy, but we'll go back to Big Daddy later. I think the good thing, is, like Billy Madison, is still pretty funny. It has a lot of like good, like quotable parts, and same thing with Happy Gilmore, especially with like the like we we I think we tend to like remember that a little bit more, like with the. Like Norm Macdonald when he's like, well, who'd you rather, <laughs> what does he say? Well, who'd you rather have sex with, uh, Meg Ryan or um, Jack, Nicholson. Jack Nicholson? And he's all, Jack Nicholson 1979 or Jack Nicholson now? He's all, 1979. And he's all, <laughs> 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 and it's like, wait, why did you ask then? Yeah. <laughs> See, I, uh, I don't know. It's weird because what the movie, like, with those two movies... They are very ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That's true. And but for some reason they just didn't carry out or they didn't carry the same like with his later movies being that kind of out there ridiculousness. Yeah. Um and I feel like maybe that's why the wedding singer is kind of like the pinnacle of, of like his filmmaking because it was silly. Like there were, you know, characters in it. Maybe that's the best one. Well, we'll get to it. But it's it's one of those like they did the thing where it was shot in the 90s, but they went to the 80s, so mm. it's kind of timeless. Yeah. Where you can still watch it, and they even make jokes about, like, being in the 80s. Yeah. It's like, how did I play a record in this? He's like, it's not a record player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, I don't know. That that whole that whole storyline, it's just, it's a, it's like a good, like, when people say romantic comedy, yeah. to me, that's a good romantic comedy. Yeah, you're right. What I go back and forth with is, like, I love The Waterboy. That's my favorite because of just everything about it. Like mm-hmm. I said, 20 years strong, and I still watch that movie like crazy. The Wedding Singer is, I think, a great film. But to me, like you said with like Little Nicky, you remember like watching all the time, whatever, that was Big Daddy for me. And when I go back and watch it now, it's like, oh, it's because it's a good movie. Like Big Daddy's a movie that if Adam Sandler wasn't in it, it would still be a good movie, you know? Just the premise of it's kind of really weird and funny, and you know, like, like, like I said, he plays like this guy who's just like, yeah, kind of whatever, I don't care. But it's like, 
you kind of are tech technically you're stealing this kid and you're just playing off like yeah it's fine like my girlfriend would love this and it's like that's not how that works <laughs> yeah yeah you're right like i do have fond memories of that one but like i i don't know to me this may be like a like a uh-oh my like opinion but um i don't know it was it never was like to me like uh like oh I, oh yeah i because i just was like i remember like certain things about it like certain like things here and there but it just never really i don't think it really clicked for me like too much when that movie came out we got it right away on vhs and it was a movie that i watched a lot it, it was, i think i told you this where it was like Big Daddy, Dogma, and Days and Confused were the movies we watched almost all the time. And, yeah, and so maybe those, maybe because of that. But also, like like I said, going back and watching these things, it's like, yeah, obviously I love Billy Madison. It's yeah. fucking hilarious. And I can tell you why I love it. But when I when you're kind of going through his his filmography, it's like the two standouts for me are... The Wedding Singer and 50... And not 50 for six. <laughs> Big Daddy. <clears throat> and I honestly felt like it's because those two feel like... Uh, minus all the craziness or silliness of everything, those just feel like real movies, you know? And uh, you don't have to rely on him being a crazy character. You don't have to rely on, like, you know, everyone being so crazy and silly. And even though I love that stuff, those are a dime a dozen, you know? You can, like we said, with this Netflix one, like you can go and you can watch these things he he's done or whatever. But with this, I feel like I don't know. It, it always was that that like that movie that was like a real movie. It wasn't a Adam Sandler movie. It was just a really good comedy. And uh, yeah, and also that was one of the first movies I ever saw where it took like a like a quote unquote gay couple and made it normal. You know, like, like, yeah, they had like funny bits where it's like, remember, like back in the day, like we would all shower together, and it's like now we know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's true. But yeah, but like, I don't know. For for me, and especially because the ending, it was so like powerful. Where it was like, damn, like I, because I think I told you this before, but I think now I'm starting to get more into my feelings. But back in the day, I was like. Okay, whatever. There are only two things that I always say. There are only two things that made me cry. It was Big Daddy at the whole court scene, and uh, Futurama with uh, what's his name, the dog. Yeah, <clears throat> that was the only things that ever made me cry. And uh, yeah, so I don't know. Th- to me, for me at least, I think Big Daddy is kind of one that would always be like fun for me. Um, I don't know the ones that always I guess stand out to me then if we're thinking of it like the full whole huge like every single thing i don't know, i was just, i just said little nicky because i just remember from being like like no, younger that's your favorite movie no i didn't say it was my favorite one i yeah. said 50 first states was and little nicky i said if i had to choose between them but i chose it's okay no um, it's okay anyways but i still think um if you're looking at the whole thing, I'd say, yeah, I guess I'd have to agree Wedding Singer would probably be it. But then I'd still say Fifty First States because I think Fifty First States is yeah. a pretty good I, one. I, and I think this is that, that conversation that people have too where it's like, where did he fall off? Because, like I said, I put The Water Boy still in that era, but 
some people say like no the waterboard kicked off him kind of going downhill which is like I don't know. I wouldn't I, say that. That's, that's, that's something. I don't know. I guess you can say that. No. But to me, like, I enjoyed stuff like, yeah, like, uh, like Mr. Deeds. Oh, my um, God. I completely forgot about Mr. Deeds. Yeah. I like uh, Mr. Deeds. I yeah, 51st States. Like, all that stuff. I never yeah, saw Anger, I Anger Management. Did you? Yeah, you never seen it? No. That was uh, okay. It just, um, I think because everyone was like, man. A Crazy Nights is pretty funny. That, yeah, A Crazy uh, Nights. Uh so yeah, t- to me, like, I think there's a stigma that goes with like that that silver age we talk about. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's like I don't know. I thought that was fine. Like I honestly, I enjoy most of those movies, if not all of them. Just like I enjoy most of his uh, earlier movies. He has a lot of movies. Yeah. You 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 sit and think like, oh, an Adam Sandler film, and you just kind of think of like Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, Waterboy, Big Daddy. Yeah, but there's one with uh, what Damon Wayans, right? They didn't do one with David oh yeah, um, is that um, is that the last Boy Scout? And then Airheads, classic. Oh yes, you know what? I'm changing my answer. It's Airheads. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It like to me, he has a lot of great, great movies, but I think it's easy just to be like, no, he did. Yeah, he did. Billy Madison, he did Happy Gilmore, and he did The Wedding Singer, and it's like it's not that simple. No, yeah. Especially because definitely. I believe he was making movies before he did SNL, right? Yes, I think so. What was that? Was it, um, didn't he have a movie like Boat, something Boat, or something? I don't know. I, I don't forgot. Know. It's like an early, like, early, early movie. Well, I think, uh, like, it's it's always interesting, like you said, like, when you really think about uh, Adam Sandler making movies, how he does have a really big filmography. And it's always interesting to look at it because you'll look at things and be like, oh, this is whatever, blah, blah, blah. But then with someone like him, it's easy to forget, like, oh, he was in this, he did this, oh, he did this. Even like even now, when his, later on in the career, his career where we talk about it made this weird turn of like kind of being weird and silly and almost focusing like at times he seemed to focus on like kind of be more kid friendly. Yeah, um, how he does stuff like uh, the was it the cobbler? Have you seen that? Where it's no. like he does like he he's a cobbler, and every time he puts shoes on, he becomes that person. And and so it, it's funny because he he'll do stuff like that still. <laughs> or um, was it Punch Drunk Love? Yeah, like you know what I mean. I never, I never even seen that one. I just think that uh, it, it, it's someone like Adam Sandler is easy to write off. But for me, at least, it's like, I don't know, he has a lot of classic stuff, and he always comes out every once in a while with something where you're like, I enjoyed that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I guess we'll just end it there. Uh, thank you so much for listening, as always. Yes, thank you. Uh, please, if you could, like, share, subscribe, all that stuff to our instagram or twitter uh handle is at intb underscore podcast email us directly at intb podcast at gmail.com and uh make sure you follow us um subscribe whatever to any of your streaming sites and stuff so our episodes go up automatically or if you don't have that at least when you refresh it it'll pop up so you know you don't always have to go look at it because i'll admit sometimes if not all the time i'm bad at posting when the episodes yeah, come up know, especially because i will do every once in a while where i'm like hey i don't know i post it i'll, I'll just i'll post it later yeah no nah, i'll just post it later oh well it's too early yeah. I'll post, oh you know what it's actually kind of late <laughs> but i'll just post it tomorrow and so uh i admit it i'm bad but uh 
But other than that, let us know if you had a, f- a favorite Adam Sandler movie. Mm-hmm. Is there something out there? Maybe maybe your favorite movie is the uh, Grown Ups, you know, movies. Or and do you think Netflix is telling the truth when it was like a huge, massive download like event of the se- of this of this year? Like, let us oh, know. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah, we didn't even touch on that. Yeah, it's and it's weird too because it's like. Oh, it's weird how you kept that stuff away or you had hidden for so long. Now it seems like you're pushing it forward. I don't know. Strange. Once again, thank you. And as always, guys, remember. It is not that bad. It's not that bad.